Shalom to all. Today's office comes off Kofi Adolf. We are starting Kofi Adolf Bay's the second to last line, the seventh to last word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas, Mars Miram Sar, Basim Yaakov Maisha, Hernish Shama Shadavan Aliyah, and Lilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yachmiel Mardachai, Ben Rabchaim, his Nishama Shadavan Aliyah. And we continue talking about living in Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara says, Rabbi Zerah Havakam Shtamat Mineid Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Zerah was avoiding Rabbi Yehuda. Why was he avoiding Rabbi Yehuda? The Bible makes it clear to Israel because he, Rabbi Zerah, wanted to go to Eretz Yisrael and he knew that Rabbi Yehuda didn't allow it. Why is that? Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Call Eilin Babel Eretz Yisrael, Ever Basay. Anyone that goes from Babel to Eretz Yisrael, he's Ever Nasay. Shnamar the Pasuk says, Kofi Adal Vam Nalfa on the top, Babel Yavayu, they're going to be brought to Babel, Vishama Yiu, and over there they're going to be Adyam Paki Aisam until the day that I redeem them, Noam Hashem says Hashem. So Rabbi Yehuda holds that we're not allowed to leave Babel, Hashem's going to take us out of Babel. Sasser Rabzera was avoiding him. Now, why was Rabzera going up? Rabzera, who be Klishar's Ksiv. Rabzera holds that that Pasuk's talking about the Klisharis. The Klisharis have to remain where they are until Hashem brings them out, but people are allowed to leave Babel and go to Eretz Yisrael. Now, Rabbi Yehuda, Ksiv Krachrina, Rabbi Yehuda has a different Pasuk. The Pasuk in Sher Sherim says, Hishbati Eschem Benes Yushalayim Bitzvayis Abahayoyis Asada, Amashbia, you daughters of Yushalayim, and the Pasuk ends, but until there's a real desire, which means Hashem has to create that desire to bring us out of Bavel, we're not allowed to go up on our own. Reb Zerah, he explains, That Pasuk is really telling us that we're not allowed to go up a Bechayma on the wall, or a like a wall, which means that we're not allowed to take over Eretz Yisrael. We're not allowed to come up with a large group of people and try to take over Eretz Yisrael. But individuals are allowed to go from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael. Reb Yehuda, what would he respond to that? There's another Pasuk that says, So he uses that other Pasuk to say that there's that Isra to go from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael. Reb Zerah, how would he explain that second Pasuk of Ishbati, Ha'umi Ba'ilel Rechab Yesi Rab Chanina, he needs it for what Rab Yesi Rab Chanina said, Da'amar Gimel Shvuiz Halal He said, what do we need these three Shvuiz for? There's three Pesukim and Shea that say, Hishbati Eschem Anais Yushalayim. What do we need these three Shvuiz for? Achas number one is Shlo Yalal Yusra B'chayma, we're not allowed to go up B'chayma like what we just said. And Va'achas another one is Sheishbi HaKash Baruch Hu Es Yisrael Shlo Yirmdu B'Mas Ha'ilam, HaKash Baruch Hu was Mashbi HaKlai Yisrael, that they're not allowed to rebel against Umas Ha'ilam. Va'achas and the third one is Sheishbi HaKash Baruch Hu Es Yisrael, yes, midai, that they're not allowed to subjugate Klai Yisrael more than necessary. Now, Rabbi Yehuda, what would he respond to that? Im ta'iru ve'im ta'iru ksev. The Pasuk has a double lashon of im ta'iru ve'im ta'iru, and here we have an extra lashon which tells us that we're not allowed to go up on our own. Now, Rabbi Zeirah, mi bai le'lechid Rabbi Levi, he needs it for Rabbi Levi. Da'amar, he says, sheish v'es halalulama, what do we need these six shvuas for? There's three psukim that say hishbati eschem, and each Pasuk says im ta'iru ve'im ta'iru, which is a double lashon, so we have a total of six shvuas. What do we need them for? We just said three of them before. Enoch, what about the other three. Number one is Shlo Yeglos HaKetz. The Nevi'im are not allowed to reveal the end of days when Mashiach is coming. And we are not allowed to delay the end where you have to make sure not to do too many averes so it's going to push away Mashiach. And Shlo Yeglos HaSad Lo'Avdi Kachavim that we're not allowed to reveal the side, the secret to Avdi Kachavim. So we have this machlekes between Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Zeirah whether one is allowed to go from Bavel to Yisrael. We just continue explaining the Pasuk. The Pasuk tells us are deer and gazelle. So Hashem is being mashbiah us with the deer and the gazelle of the field. If you keep the Shvua, which means if you keep Tariah Mitzvah, so that's good. But if not, I'm going to make your flesh permitted to the nations of the world, just like deer and gazelle of the field are permitted. And Amr Blazer Blazer says, Anyone that lives in Eretz Yisrael, he's there without sin. So that the neighbors should not say, I've gotten sick. And the reason why the nations might say that they got sick is because the nation living in it is full of sin. In other words, if the nations next to Eretz Yisrael get afflicted, they would blame and say that it's because of the sins of Am Yisrael. Therefore, Eretz Yisrael is believed of so the nations don't have anyone to blame. However, we learn this Pasuk having to do with people that are sick and they have many Yisurim, meaning that people have Yisurim, they are believed of And Amr Avon Avon says, call cover by Yisrael, anyone that's buried in Eretz Yisrael, it's as if he's buried underneath the Mizbech, and that's a kapara for him. Ksev says over here, Mizbech Adama Tasseli, make a Mizbech of Adama, Ksev Hasman 
says over there, Vachiper ad Masai Amoy, and its earth shall be a kapara for his nation. And now we're going to talk about being buried in Eretz Yisrael. Ula have a ragel to have a sock Eretz Yisrael. Ula was always going from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael. Noch nashi b'chutz la'aretz, but he died in chutz la'aretz. Also, Amrli their blazer, they came and told her blazer that Ula died. Amr he commented, Aunt Ula, you're Ula. Al adama tamei tamos, you died on a tamei land. How is this possible? Amrli they told him, Aroneba, don't worry, his aron's coming. We're burying him in Eretz Yisrael. Amrli he told them, Enoi dayma kaltasa mechaim lekaltasa lachamisa. There's no comparison to someone who's absorbed in Eretz Yisrael when he was still alive to someone who's absorbed there after he died, meaning it's much better to die in Eretz Yisrael. And we have a story about this. There was a fellow from Eretz Yisrael who had a Yavama fall to him in Bechuzo, which is in Bavel. Should I go down? Should I go to Bavel and be miyabim her? He told this fellow and he spoke to him as if he was speaking to a different person. His brother married a Kuses. His brother didn't marry a non-Jewish woman. It's just that we said previously if a person lives in Chutzlar, it says if they're being Avid Avayiz Kachavim. So he's saying your brother married a Kuses. Umesen, he died. Bar Hamakam Sharagai. Blessed is Hashem that he killed him. For who you are in Achrav and he's going to go after him, meaning you're going to go after your brother and do the same thing. Don't go. And Amr Vihudam or Shmuel, Kshem Shasur Lazim Eretz Yisrael Bavel. The same way there's Asur to leave from Eretz Yisrael to go to Bavel. Kach Asur Lazim Me Bavel Oshar Ratzes. It's Asur to leave Bavel and to go to other lands. Bavel was full of yeshivas that were Marbet's Tyra. So if a person who lives in Bavel, that's also an okay thing. Rabbi Rav Yosef Dam Shavai, both of them say, I feel in Pompadisel Beikuvi. Don't even move from Pompadisel to Beikuvi, which is within Bavel. And who did not fit me Pompadisel Beikuvi? There was someone that moved from Pompadisel to Beikuvi and Shamte Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef put him in Cherem. And who did not fit Pompadisel Astunia? There was a person that moved from Pompadisel to Astunia, Shachiv, and he died. And Amar Bayi Bayi said, Ibai Hatsu Rabban Havachai. If he wanted to, he could have lived. He could have stayed in Pompadisel. Now Rabbi Rav Yosef Dam Shavai, both of them say, Kshem Shav Bavel Eretzisrael Katason. The kosher people in Bavel, Eretzisrael takes hold of them. Kshem Shav Shaharatz is Bavel Katason. The kosher people in all other lands, Bavel takes a hold of them. Now, Lamai, what are we referring to? If you want to say we're talking about Yichos purposes, genealogy, the kosher people in Chutzl Aretz, they marry people from Bavel, so they get absorbed into Bavel, and kosher people from Bavel marry into Eretz Yisrael, so they get absorbed into Eretz Yisrael. That can't be because of Amar Mar, we already have a statement, all lands are considered like dough when it comes to Eretz Yisrael. Isa is a dough, and dough is comprised of many parts water, yeast, flour, maybe sugar, eggs, and other things. And when something is Isa in terms of Yuchsin, it means that genealogically things are all messed up. So all other lands are genealogically unfit when it comes to Eretz Yisrael. However, Eretz Yisrael is the Bavel. Eretz Yisrael is genealogically unfit when it comes to Bavel. So we see that Bavel has better Yuchsin than Eretz Yisrael. So we say, you're right, El in Kavura, it's talking about being buried. Kasher people in other lands get buried in Bavel. Kasher people from Bavel get buried in Eretz Yisrael. And Amar Vihudi says, Call Dar Bavel Ki Ula Dar Yisrael. Anyone that lives in Bavel, it's as if he's living in Eretz Yisrael. Shinemar says in the Pasek, Hoi Tzion Himalti, Woe Tzion, Escape, Yeshevis Bas Bavel, those who dwell with the daughter of Bavel. So we see the Pasek is talking about Tzion and Bavel. This is obviously referring to someone who's living in Bavel. It's as if they're living in Tzion. And our Rabbi, he says, Naktinu, we have a tradition. Bavel Bavel is not going to witness the birth pangs of Mashiach. Tergama Ahutu de Binyamin, this was explained talking about the part of Bavel called Hutzel de Binyamin. And Rakarule, it's going to be called Karan de Shivzasa, Corner of Salvation. And our Blazer Blazer says, Mesim Shibchot Arts in Mchaim, those that die in Chos Arts, they are not going to live, meaning they are not going to have Tchias Amesim. And I will place Tzvi in the land of the living. What do we learn from here? The land that my favor is there, so its dead people are going to come to life. But if my favor is not there, says Hashem, in so its dead are not going to come to life. But now Masar Vavar Mamal, Vavar Mamal asks, What do I mean? We have a different pasuk that says, Your dead are going to live. My corpses are going to get up. My love doesn't that tell us that That's how about the people that died in Eretz Yisrael. That's talking about the Mesim and Chutzla Aretz. And Umayv Nasati Tzvi Be'eretz Chaim. How do we explain this Pasuk of Nasati Tzvi Be'eretz Chaim? And Nebuchadnezzar, who dechsev, let's talk about Nebuchadnezzar. Damar Achmano, Hashem said, Maisina Alayhu Malka Dekol Kitavya. I'm going to bring a king onto Kla Yisrael that's going to be as light-footed as a deer. So it seems to be that we have a Pasuk that's telling us that people that die in Chutzla Aretz will have Tchiyas Mesim. So Amr Leh, Reb 
Blazer told him, Rebbe, I have a different Pasuk that says, who gives a soul to the people on it, and a spirit to those that go in it, obviously only referring to Eretz Yisrael. As we have to explain, we do have this Pasuk that says, so we answer, that's talking about those that had miscarriages. These babies that were miscarried, they are going to have Tchiyas HaMesim. The Gemara continues asking, what does he do with this Pasuk of and the Mashmah from there again is that there's only Tchiyas HaMesim in Eretz Yisrael. So the answer is, he needs a Rabbavo. He says, even a non-Jewish maidservant that lives in Eretz Yisrael, she's muftach that she's going to be a Basa Elam Haba. Ksev Hachat says over here, La'am Aleha. Ksev Hasman says over there, Shvulachem Payim Hachamar. You stay over here with the donkey. And what do we learn from here? Am Hadam El Chamar, that the non Jews are compared to a Chamar. So we have this Pasuk of La'am Aleha. So even an Am, who's Dam El Chamar, that's Aleha, that's in Eretz Yisrael, they're muftach their Basa Elam Haba. And we continue Darshan Ruach Lahel Chamba, Am Rabbiyon Bar Abba, Am Rabbiyon anyone that walks for Amas in Eretz Yisrael, he's muftach that he's going to be ben Adam Abba. And they're buried there. They're not going to have How could that be? So Rabbi Elohim explains, they're going to roll from Chutz Laaretz to Eretz Yisrael and then they're going to have in Eretz Yisrael. But I'm asking of Abba Salah Rabba. He has the following question. It's a very big tzar to tzadikim to have to roll. So Rabbi, he answers, they're going to have tunnels for them in the ground. They're going to have tchiyas v'meisim in Chutz Laaretz. They're going to walk through these tunnels underground and they're going to come up in Eretz Yisrael. Now, about this, we have a limud. The Pasuk says, Yaakov Inu made his sons promise that they would bring him up to Eretz Yisrael and bury him with his fathers. Amar Karno Dvarim Begay. Karno said that there's words over here that have to be understood. Yaakov Inu knew that he was at Tzadigomer. And if people that die in Chotzal Aretz are going to have Chiasam Esim, why was he Matriach his sons to schlep him to Eretz Yisrael? He knew that he was going to have Chiasam Esim anyway. So the answer is, he was afraid that maybe he wasn't going to be Zaycha to these Mechilois, to these tunnels, and then maybe he was going to have to roll. And similarly, you say, Yosef made Bnei Israel swear that they're going to bring him up to Eretz Yisrael. There's problematic words over here. Yosef knew that he was a Tzad Gomer, and if people that die in Chutzlarts are going to end up having Tchiyas Mesim anyway, why was he Matriach them 400 Parsois to slap him to Eretz Yisrael? So the answer is, perhaps he wasn't going to be Zaycha to these Mechilois. And the Gemara continues with his story. Rabbah's brother sent him the following message. Yaakov knew that he was at Tzadik Gomer, meaning even he who knew he was at Tzadik made sure to go to Eretz Yisrael so that he could die there. You too should come to us in Eretz Yisrael and you should live here. Now, Ilfa added on some words onto this letter. And what did Ilfa add on? There was a story with a fellow that he was mitzahar over a woman. He was pained over her. He wanted to marry her, but she lived in Chutzlarz. And he wanted to leave Eretz Yisrael to go marry her. Once he heard this about Yaakov Vinu, he rolled with himself until the day of his death, which means he stayed by himself and he didn't marry her. And Alpha emphasized, even though you're a great Chacham Rabbi, there's no comparison between a person who learns by himself and who learns from a Rebbe. At the same time, if you're going to say, if I come to Eretz Yisrael, I'm not going to have a Rebbe. Yes, you have a Rebbe there. Uman Rebbe Yechanan, Rebbe Yechanan could be your Rebbe. But if you're not going to come to Eretz Yisrael, he's our Bishlash Advarim. You should be very careful with three things. Number one, Alta Rebbe Yeshiva. Don't sit too much. Because sitting too much can bring hemorrhoids. Don't stand too much, because standing too much is bad for your heart. And don't walk too much, because walking is not good for your eyes. Ella, rather, what should you do? A third of your time should be sitting, a third standing, and a third walking. And any sitting that doesn't have any support with it, if your chair doesn't have a back, it's better to stand. Ask the Gemara, it's better to stand. You just said, that standing is not good for your heart. So explain, you're right. Ella Yeshiva, 
off on Bezan Tap Shein Basmicha, sitting without support, Amida Shish Basmicha Nechaimena, standing with support is better than sitting without support. Now, this message to Rabbah concluded, Vachin Amru Yitzchak Vashimon Vaishaya Amru Davar Echad, Yitzchak Shimon and Aishaya also the same thing, Halacha Kabihudi Repradais, the Halacha Kabihudi when it comes to a female mule. The Tanya of Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, he says, Pirdish Shatava, a female mule that clearly wants to be with another mule, and Marbin Ole, we do not let it mate, Lai Sus Vlai Chamar, not with a Sus or Chamar, Elamina, only with one of its kind. And now, Rabbi Yitzchak, he just explains, Yitzchak that we just quoted, Zer Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha, that's referring to Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha, Shimon that we just quoted, Zer Rabbi Shimon Menpazi, that's Rabbi Shimon Menpazi, Barmilo and some say Rishlakish, it was Rishlakish, and Aishaya that we just quoted, Zer Rabbi Aishaya Baribi, that's referring to Rabbi Aishaya, the Great One. And continue to talk about Tchias Amesim, Amar Belazar, Ame Arasis, Enam Chaim, Amaratim, Ulah Tchias Amesim. Shnever the Pasuk says, Mesim Bal Yechiu, Tainam Yachiu, Ras just like this, Mesim Bal Yechiu. Now Yachalakal, you might think that all Amaratim are not going to have Tchias Amesim. Tamulayim, that's why the Pasuk says, Refine Bal Yekumu, the weak ones will not get up. But Marpa Asmi Divrei Tarah, Kosmi Daber, the Pasuk is talking about someone who weakens himself from Divrei Tarah, meaning an Amar Aratz that doesn't learn Tarah, he's not going to have Tchias Amesim. Now Amar Rebiachan Rebiachan told him, Loi Nichol Amarayu Da Amar Tlohuachi. It's not good for their master that you're saying these things about them. Hashem doesn't exactly like this drasha. So Rebiachan Darshins differently. The pasuk is talking about someone who weakens himself which means he serves Avodah Zarah. But on he told Rabbi Yechon, "Mikra Acharni Dayosh." I have a different pasuk. Dichsev it says in pasuk, "Kital Iris Talecha." A dew of iris is your dew. Ve'eretz Rafaim Tapil, and you're going to let the ground fall. What do we learn from here? Anyone that uses the light of Tyra, meaning they learn Tyra, or Tyra Mechayehu, so the light of Tyra is going to bring them back to life. Bechol Shain Mishtamish Bar Tyra. Anyone that does not use the light of Tyra, ain't or Tyra Mechayehu, so the light of Tyra is not going to be able to bring him back to life. But giving to Chazik Kometzayer, since he saw that Rabbi Yechon was very pained by this drasha, Armlei told him, "Rabbi Matzasi Lahat Akanim in Tyra." I did find a Takana from the Tyra. For these Amaratim. The Pasuk tells us, You who cling to Hashem, your God, so you're all alive today. So we see that a person could be alive if he clings to Hashem. And we ask, Is a person really able to cling to the Shechina? The Pasuk says, Hashem, your God, he's a consuming fire. So what does this mean? Anyone that marries his daughter to Tamil and he does business for Tamil and he gives benefit to from his possessions, the Torah treats it as if he's clinging to the Shechina and he's going to have Tchiyas HaMesim. And Kiyos B'davar Ata'aymer, similarly, the Pasuk tells us, L'avas Hashem Lekecho, L'dav Kabay, to love Hashem your God and to cling to Him. V'chiyav Shal Adam L'dav Kashchina, is a person really able to cling to the Shechina? Ela, Kalamasi B'tal Tamil Chacham, anyone that marries his daughter after the Tamil Chacham, V'ayzab Rakmat L'tamil Chachamim, and he does business for Tamil Chacham, V'amahana Tamil Chachamim in Chasav, and he benefits Tamil Chachamim from his properties, Mal Alav Akasav Kiyum Dag B'shechina, the Torah treats it as if he's clinging to the Shechina. And continue to talk about Tchiyas Sprouting forth and coming out in Yerushalayim. Shanamar says in the Pasik, they're going to sprout forth from the city like the grass of the field. And ear is referring to Yerushalayim. Shanamar the Pasik says, and I shall protect this city. He continues telling us, Sadikim are going to get up in their clothing. When there's Chiyas Amesim, they're going to be wearing their clothing. It's a Kavachemer from a piece of wheat that's being planted. Just like a kernel of wheat, it's planted without clothing. It doesn't have anything on it. It's a plain bare kernel of wheat, and that's how it's planted. Yet to become levushin, it comes up with so many coverings. It has the chaff and the stalk and everything covering it over. Sadikim shenek brubel levushin. Sadikim are buried in their clothing. Alachas kam vakama for sure they're going to come up with their clothing. And Rambam Chibar Yosef continues telling us, I see the Eretz Yisrael shetaytzi gluskayis v'chleim milas. The land of Eretz Yisrael is going to end up producing already baked goods and fine wool clothing. Shneur the pasuk says yehi pisas bar ba'aretz, and the word pisas bar refers to both fine wool clothing and baked goods. And Tanarban we have a brisa. The pasuk tells us yehi pisas bar ba'aretz b'rosh harim that there's going to be abundant grain in the land. On the mountaintops. So, is the grain going to be on the mountaintops or in the land? So, Amr they said, the wheat is going to grow straight like a palm tree, and it's going to grow all the way to the top of the mountains, meaning the stalks of wheat in Eretz Yisrael are going to be really tall. And 
time of time where perhaps you're going to say, yes, sir, look, it's going to be really difficult to cut it down. That's a really tall stalk of wheat. Tom Lyman's why the Pasuk says, Rash Kalvan and Piryoi, its produce is going to shake like the cedars of Lebanon. What does that mean? Hashem is going to take a wind out of his storage places, and he's going to blow it onto the stalk of wheat, and he's going to have its fine flour come down. The person is going to go out to the field, he's going to take a handful of his flour, and he's going to get his parnasa and his family's parnasa from this. Now we continue dashing these psokim. Im chelav kilyos chita. The pasuk tells us wheat as fat as kidneys. Amru they said asida chita shetei kishtei kilyos shalar gadol. Wheat kernels are going to be as big as the two kidneys of a large ox. And vali tama don't be surprised the produce could be so large. Sharei shul kainan belefes. There was a fox that borrowed into a turnip vishakluhu and then they weighed the turnip after it already hollowed out the inside of the turnip umatu by shishim litrin belitra shel tzipari and they saw that it weighed sixty litrin and that's based off of the litra of tzipari. So obviously this lefes this turnip was huge and talking about the huge fruit of Eretz Yisrael, Tanya Amar Vyesu Vyesu says, There was a story in Shechan with a person, His father, when he died, left him over three stalks of mustard that were growing. And one of them grew an offshoot, and just in that offshoot, they found nine coven of mustard, the eight of, and just with that wood of that offshoot of mustard, they roofed a sukkah's yotrin with it. And our ben our father left us a stalk of cabbage, and we had to climb up and down it with a ladder, it was so big. And the passage continues, Literally, this means, with the blood of grapes, you're going to drink wine. Amr, they said, This world is not like And this world, is a lot of challenge and difficulty to harvest grapes and to press them into wine. In the world to come, we're going to bring one grape on a wagon or on a boat. He's going to place it in the corner of his house. He's going to be able to take from it like a large keg. I mean, he's just going to be able to get wine directly out of this grape. The eights of Masikin Tachzatavshel and the wood from this grape is going to be used as firewood underneath his dish. And every single grape is going to have at least thirty saw of wine. Shneimer says in the pasuk, "V'dam ein of tish tachamer." I'll take rechamer. Don't read it as chamer. Ela chamer. Read it as chamer. Chamer is a measurement of thirty saw. So every grape is going to produce at least thirty saw of wine. And Kelsar of Dimer of Dimi came. Amar he said, "Ma'dech sev what's pshat in pasuk? Oisriel gefen irai," which literally means he ties his donkey to the vine. You're not going to have a single vine in Eretz Yisrael that doesn't need a whole city to harvest it. The word Ira in the Pasuk is being understood as Ir, as a city. And the Pasuk continues, And to the branch of the vine, a young donkey is going to be tied. What do we learn from here? There isn't going to be a single non-fruit-bearing tree in Eretz Yisrael, which is not going to produce two donkey loads of fruit. Even though it's an Elon Srak, it's a non-fruit-bearing tree, still it's going to produce fruit. Perhaps you're going to say that there's not going to be any wine in these fruits. Tom Lyman, so the Pasuk says, he's going to wash his clothing in wine. Perhaps you're going to say, it's not going to be red wine. Tom Lyman, so the Pasuk says, the blood of the grape, blood is red, which means that the wine is going to be red. Perhaps you're going to say, it's not going to be satiating wine. Tom Lyman, so the Pasuk says, susai. susai means enticing, it's going to be very enticing wine. Perhaps you're going to say, it's not going to be very tasty. Tom Lyman, so the Pasuk says, red-eyed from wine. What do we learn from this word, chachlili? Call any palate which tastes wine, Aimer is going to say, Li, Li, to me, to me, meaning give me more. Perhaps you're going to say, That's only good for young people, but old people aren't going to be able to drink this wine. Literally, this means white tooth from milk. What do we learn from here? I'll take Ben Shinaim. Don't read it as Leben Shinaim, white tooth. Ella, Leben Shanim, rather one of many years, is going to enjoy this wine as well. Now the Quran just asks, Pashi the Krav Mike Siv, what's the simple understanding of these Psukim that we just read? So Kiyasra Avdimi, Amr, he said, Amr, can I Yisrael says to Hashem, 
Ribbonu Shlolem, Ramos Be'inecha, hint to us with your eyes that you find favor in us. The Basim Echamra, that's finer than drinking wine. And V'achvili Shinaech, show me your teeth, Hashem, that you find favor in us. The Basim Mechalba, that's better than a cup of milk. And Mesayel Rabbi Yechanan, this is a rai for Rabbi Yechanan. Dom Rabbi Yechanan says, Toif HaMal Ben Shinaim L'chaveroi, Yoizim Mashkei O'chalav. It's better to whiten your teeth to your friend than giving him a cup of milk. Giving a cup of milk is very nice, but whitening your teeth to him, giving him a smile is far better. Shinaim, because it says in the Pasuk, Ule Ben Shinaim Mechalav. Whitening your teeth to him is better than chalav, is better than giving him a cup of milk. And back to discussing the huge fruits of Eretz Yisrael, Rebchiyabar Adam, Mikri Dardikidur, Shlakish Hava, Rebchiyabar Abba, he was the Malamid of Rishlakish's children. Now, if Gartalasu Yaimi, Voloi Asa, three days he didn't show up to teach them. Kiyasa, when he finally came, Amalaisa Rishlakish asked him, Amayif Garta, why didn't you come for three days? Amalai told him, Dalas Achas and Yechli Abba, my father left me one hanging vine, Ubatsarti Mena Yom Risha and Gimel Meyas the first day I harvested 300 clusters of grapes from it, Eshkol Garev, each cluster produced a barrel of wine. Yom Shani, the second day, I harvested another 300 clusters, on the second day, two clusters produced a barrel of wine, and Yom Shlishi, on the third day, I also harvested 300 clusters, three Eshkolis now made a Garev, and I had to leave half of it, I wasn't even able to harvest half of what was on this one vine. Armelay, Rishalkish told him, if you wouldn't have not showed up, it would have produced even more. You got punished by not showing up to teach my children, and that's why, as the days went along, it produced less and less. Now, remember, Cheskel Ikl Bnei Brak, remember, Cheskel Vizir Bnei Brak, Chazinu Lahanu Izi Dekachlan Tuse Te'ene, he saw that there was goats that were eating under fig trees, the Kanat of Dosha Mete'ene, and there was honey flowing out of the figs, the Chalbatayf Minayu, and there was milk coming out of their udders, and the milk and the honey got mixed with each other. Omar, and he said, This is what the Tar is referring to when it says, a land flowing with milk and honey. Literally, there's milk and honey flowing together. And our Yaka Bendu from Lut is three milan. One time I woke up early in the morning before dawn, and I walked up until my ankles in honey from figs. And Amr Shlakashi said, I saw the parts of Tsipari that were flowing with milk and honey. It was a whole area that was 16 mil by 16 mil. And Amr I saw all the parts of Eretz Yisrael that were flowing with milk and honey. And it covered the area, which is the distance of Bay Mechsi all the way till Akar de Tulvanki, which is Chav Bay's Parsi Urka, that's 22 Parsais long, Upasya Shisa Parsi, and 6 Parsais wide. That's how much the Zavas Chav Devash was. Now we're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow and continue to talk about the gigantic fruits of Eretz Yisrael. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.